Well, hello and greetings and salutations, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Superview Show's Mixed Bag coming to you live once again from many different caves tonight. We are we are joined by Bill Murphy. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Doing good. And we have two. I'm not even going to call them guests at this point. They're just becoming regular panelists at this point. Justin and Allie are back once again. <laughs> Congratulations, guys. You've been promoted. Good, I'm going on you, strike. You have been, you're no longer on strike, if I'm not mistaken, right? I mean, what's going on here? It has been day... I don't know how many days it's been. It's been like weeks been when you're like, oh, yeah, whatever. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, so... um, But yeah, as the title of this episode... Before we begin... Yes, Bill has something to say really quick. Go ahead. Okay, I just want to make a very quick thing here about something that's happening with this channel. Relax, everyone relax. But if everyone watched last week, we had the pleasure of having the incredible acapella group Backtrack Vocals as our first musical guest, which was, if you didn't watch last week, we highly recommend you do you do that. It was amazing, right, JT? Oh my God, we were, they cool. were incredible. Everything went, went really well. And after that, JT and I have been talking and yeah. we have decided to do something. We are going to be having, um, we're going to be having more musical guests here. And I know to some of you out there, you're a little hesitant because you're like, wait a minute, I come to listen to you guys talk about Marvel and DC and SpongeBob and Disney and TV and movies. If I wanted to listen to you guys, if I wanted to watch a Tonight Show ripoff, I can just go watch the Tonight Show. Actually, you can't because of what we're going to be talking about in a bit. But um, <laughs> yeah. And, and anyway, that was in the words of Justin's girlfriend, Catherine. My impression of Justin. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> you know, as they say, change is always a good thing to have. Here's a few things you should keep in mind. One, we're not going to get a musical guest every week because that's a JT will tell you that could be a little um, time consuming. It, it's a lot of work. Bill literally asked, he put that request in in March and now it's like May 3rd. Not even kidding. No, 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 listen, I'm no, they, they were really good about responding to me. They were on tour when I reached out, when I reached out. So that was kind of my fault. Um, Oh, okay, that was my fault. But they, we were in constant communication and we set a date and things went well. But we're going to try to do it like every other month. If we have to do like two months in a row of musical guests, then so be it. Because we got to book folks when they're available. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We got to yeah. book people when they're available. And, you know, to some of you who are happy about this, like, well, we want to see more. We got to book them when they're available and listen we're just getting our feet wet in this right now. Um, and to those of you, again, who are my impression of Justin, um, <laughs> Justin, so you know, when I, my girlfriend does it. It's cute. When you do it, I want to punch you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love you too, buddy. Um, we love each other so much. Um, but anyway, um, but, you know, to those who are resistant and hesitant, my only advice to you is keep an open mind. Yeah. Open just, your eyes, look up to the skies and see. It's just keep an open mind. And, you know, in the, when our parents told us when we were young, when we refused to try new food, how do you know you're not going to like it if you don't try it? And we're going to try different. We're going to, tr- you know, we're going to try to get different genres. We've already reached out to some others. You know, we've already reached out to some other artists. So this might sound a little intimidating, but you know what? I think this is a good change and we're, we'll see what happens. Couldn't agree more, my good man. Could not agree anymore whatsoever. And if you want to call the complaint, call 1-800-GOT-BILL. Located in Buffalo, New York. Yes, well, yeah, we are. We are in Buffalo, New York. We're not yes, associated let, with anyone. Yes, we, we will tell the good people we are in Buffalo, New York. 
<laughs> we have all the bison in the world out here. I'm just kidding. No, we really, we really don't. Go to Highmark Stadium. Yes. We're gonna go jump on the tray. We're gonna go jump on um, what you would call it? Jump on tables where the Buffalo Bills play. Anyways, long story short, <laughs> I'm a Giants fan anyway. So I mean, yeah. Buffalo is always a good team. Of course, they Let's go big blue. Mobile, but that's another story. Okay, I think it's time we get on to our big topic tonight, wouldn't you say? Yes, and we are, there's a reason why we have Allie and Justin here tonight, because as, as the title. Sorry for that introduction, everyone, but we had to get that out of the way. Our introduction to our tart introduction. I can't even talk. We're already seven minutes in. Our topic tonight is we're going to discuss, and this might seem like a, like a not a big deal for a lot of people, but the 2023 Writers Guild oh. of America strike is going on. It's a pretty big deal, everyone. I want to make sure everyone's aware of this. We haven't seen this since 2007. So it's been 16 years. That particular strike lasted 100 days and cost Hollywood $2 billion. You know what? This is going to be the crazy thing, and I just thought of it. The last time a strike happens, what came after? And I A lot of shitty movies. Yes. No, not only that. I mean, I hate to be this person. Recession. I hate oh. to be that person. Wait, what? Yes, yeah, she's right. The recession came right after the strike. Oh, she's got a point there. A little scary, not going to lie. <laughs> no, the yeah. strike ended in february of 2008 and i think the recession was started in like september of 2008 is but was there a direct correlation between the two of them though a little bit because you know what at a time sorry justin what so i'm not sure about that but do you want to know what there was a correlation in yeah ali we'll go to you a sec what's up justin wait who's going justin Justin, okay. Um, Finish that thought, bud. The rise of reality TV. Mm. See, when the Writers Guild went on strike, no one, no writers were allowed to work for any studios or anything. So what did the studios do? They went to non-scripted television, reality TV. That's why shows like Keeping Up with the Kardashians and The Apprentice were so popular at the time. AKA the dumbing down of this great nation. Yeah. Unfortunately, I have to just chime in for a second. Uh, The Real Housewives of New Jersey, my I I don't care if I say this or not. I actually got to meet up with Margaret the other day because my aunt and her are best buddies. Just want uh, just a reminder, everyone. We'll let you guys know. Is Margaret but, a nice lady? At least she's very nice. We, I'm sure she's she, a sweetheart. She, JT, how are you? I'm like, I'm doing good. How are you? It's, hey. weird. it's so weird. You have like 700,000 followers on your Instagram. Whatever. Besides the point, though. Okay. But you see, you see, the point is that reality TV, you know, took a big. It started up a lot of stuff there. So, mm-hmm. Jer- Jersey Shore, you know. Uh, okay. The bane of our existence. But yes, Ali's turn. Go ahead. All right, so when did the writer strike start? 2007? December 2007, I think. December? No, no. I September. So. 2007. Hold on one sec. 2007. I'm not sure when, though. Hold on one sec. Oh, it was, it was on November 5th, 2007 to February 12th, 2008. The recession started a month after. After, after what? Right, I'm going to say after that was probably going to happen with or without this uh, strike. We'll have to see. So, in know. other words, I hate being one of those conspiracy people here tonight. We'll send you your tin foil hat later. Oh my god. Okay, good. <laughs> but I mean, now you look at it this way: Why are they striking now? Artificial intelligence. Good is right. Machines are going to take over. Yeah, I mean, let's put in these examples. I'll give you one right now. Talk to us. How do you think people are writing their essays in school? AI. Chat GBT. You know who talks to Chat GBT a lot just for fun? The one and only. We tried to get him on tonight last minute, but he couldn't make it. And guess who that is? Our Dr. dear Dr. friend. PhD. He's on his own strike. He's striking. Not coming here. Yeah, he's Ooh. he's been on a strike for the last few months. That's a bit of a low <laughs> blow there. But anyways, Allie, what are you saying? 
No, like <laughs> seriously, it feels like artificial intelligence is taking over the writing industry for media. And not only that, you look at the wages some of these writers have, and they're my, and they're cutting back on them. Because the Siri thing, could just replace them. But the first the first shows that are going to have an impact. You're talking all your late night shows. You're talking yes. Saturday Night Live. They probably are not going to have their Saturday Night Live episode this Saturday, and they might They're not. even They're not. They canceled no, it. They announced that it's going to be reruns going forward until further notice. And Pete Davidson was supposed to make his was supposed to make his return back to SNL. He was supposed to host. Yeah. Um. But. Yeah, so SNL, so yeah, but right now the shows that are really affected are the late night shows yep. and SNL. And okay, when it comes to television as of this moment, the really two big hitters right now are SNL and the late night shows. But um, because all like the network TV shows are. This week, they're wrap. They're basically wrapping up. A lot of shows this week are having their season finale. Mm -hmm. A lot of shows. All writers' rooms are closed. What was that? All writers' rooms are closed. No writers are allowed to work right now. Yeah, because a lot of is usually around the time when production ceases. That's when Justin. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's when a lot of the writers, the next week, that's when a lot of the writers meet to plan the next season. Yeah. Yep. So that could delay the fall lineup. Especially for the fall. Yeah, because uh, the other night I was watching the Good Doctor season finale, and usually in season finale, they say the Good Doctor returns this fall. They said the, the Good Doctor returns next season. So if you're thinking right now, okay, this isn't going to really do anything for the moment. You might be wrong. You might be wrong. Like if, if they don't negotiate, if they don't come, Justin, again, tell me if I'm right or wrong. If they don't come with an agreement by the end of the month, this could affect the fall lineup. Yep. Like shows premieres might get pushed back. Yeah. Shows could get canceled too. Shows, yeah, shows can get canceled. Um, they can projects can enter production without a finished uh, script, which yikes. That's never good. Just saying. Nope. I'm just right. I'm just looking at the shows that were affected, and. Everybody was screaming about Abbott Elementary. I do not watch that show. But everyone was like, what's going to happen to these two main characters? And I was like, okay, we're satisfied. But there's a writer's strike. We want to see more. Yeah, maybe. This might might be a good question for Justin. But Justin, how how big of an effect are we talking about here? As far as like movies, television shows. Uh, how big? Assuming they assuming they can't get a contract negotiation in the next two to three weeks, let's just say, right? How big of this? How big could this go? And what could happen moving forward down the line, like past this? Assuming they can't reach a contract negotiation. So, all writers' rooms are shut down right now. Writers are not allowed to work on any projects. Um, any projects currently in production do not have a writer on site, which sometimes they are needed. Um, pro- writer directors who are working for studios, they can't write. James Gunn, even though he is the head of DC Studios, and thank God he did turn in his first draft already for Superman Legacy. He can't write anymore for Superman Legacy until this uh, this strike is over. 
Let's hope he doesn't lose any creative stuff. That is not yet in production is in a holding pattern. Okay. And if you still need to keep the lights on um, with everything else, with all the overhead running the business um, and your wealth now this coming year, they probably Hollywood probably has their project projects all lined up and don't really need any uh, rewrites or anything like that. Hopefully. Um, but you know, eventually that well will run dry, and you know they will have to make some hard decisions. Now, as I stated earlier, the 2007-2008 um, writer strike lasted 100 days. A lot of projects were affected by that writer strike, and they actually do blame the writer's strike for the quality of that. Some of the films, some of those films, including Transformers, Revenge of the Fallen and X-Men Origin, Wol- Origins Wolverine. Yeah. Come on, Justin, you feel the same way about that too. But you see what I'm saying? Like they're going into these projects with no real plan because no writers could really work on them and they ended up becoming these rush jobs because like just get something out something that's gonna make money yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. so yeah this could be potentially detrimental to uh hollywood in a way it's kind of seen during the pandemic Maybe not to that extent because, you know, movie theaters are still going to be running and they'll have a sort of backlot of uh, films. And, you know, there might be some shifting in uh, release schedules um, with... With Nas, if... Not as many movies are entering productions. Eventually, they're going to have to like have less movies open up in the weekend, so there's going to be less competition overall, and then more of the money to go around. That's the only positive I can see about the uh, the industry side of things. Okay. Um. But. Yeah, this could be potentially detrimental. Um, you're you're going to see movies um, just disappear from uh, a studio's lineup altogether. Like, have any of you ever heard of the story of what happened with the George, the potential, uh, there's a uh, movie in development in 2007 with Warner Brothers called Justice League Mortal. And it was going to be directed by George Miller. I have heard of this. I've heard of this. Yep. That was a casualty of the writer's strike. Didn't happen because of the writer's strike. Correct. So we could see movies get production canceled. We could see production get delayed. Mm-hmm. I mean, you also can think of popular movies that are going to be coming out in 2024, too. Yeah, yeah. I think 2024 is going to be the big one that could be affected by this. 2023, Justin, could you see movies this year getting affected by the strike or no? Maybe late releases, like if there's any reshoots that need to be done. Um, but I don't see those releases being affected too, too much. I think we're mainly going to see it in 2024, 2025. Like late 2024, early 2025. So we, so, but yet, but again, folks, you're probably saying, okay, it's only short. Okay. Short term, we're fine. 
But, you know, that next year, that, that's next year. Folks, short term, everything that is going to be released this year will most likely be released. Justin, am I correct? Correct. But, and but you, you probably more so. What was that? And streaming probably more so. They probably have a bunch of content on the just waiting to be released. Right. Um, but anyway, um, but yeah, but you know, and it's a good thing you brought up streaming because that is a because that is a factor in all this too. That's the that's almost the factor in all this. So the AI Absolutely. factor is more a factor. Yes. Like, here's the thing, and I think it might have to do with release just... Yeah, I'm looking to you tonight, Justin, because you're basically our expert in all this. Um, because if you look for a network show versus a streaming show, a show that's on, the net, on a network, you know, it usually runs six, seven months. Right. So, therefore, you have you have writers who are you have to pay writers more because they're they're writing more episodes and they're being released over a period of time over six months while if you do a streaming show you're usually like a streaming show on netflix it's usually like 12 episodes eight to 12 depending it's like eight to twelve, and unlike network shows in which are released over a period of time, um, which is released over a period of time, um, the the streaming shows are all just you know they're all just dump all the episodes all at once. Oh, it depends on what streaming services you're talking about. If you're talking like Netflix, yeah. Some of the other streaming services, they do one episode at a time. Some yeah, shows in Disney mostly, Plus does it. Some, some shows in Paramount Plus, Hulu, Amazon Prime, depending. Yeah, but most shows, like say on Netflix, they dump all their episodes at once. That's Netflix. Yeah. So because it's less episodes and and less release, then that means writers get paid less. So streaming is the big one. Yeah. Yep. This Absolutely. could like really popular shows, like especially Netflix. Like for example, we're supposed to be getting season five of Stranger Things in 2024. We're supposed to be getting season two of Wednesday. Like you could wow. see those shows getting postponed until yeah, that could get pushed back. And it's not just Netflix. I mean, like every streaming service that has original content, forget it. Like you look at something like, well, what's what about what was I watching recently? Uh, or what's really hot? Oh, like on, on Paramount Plus, you know, we have a Paramount Plus, Paramount Plus guy, but Yellowstone, Yellowstone's a hugely popular show. For you're talking about a new season, forget it. So, same thing with like Peacemaker season two for I don't even know if that's happening. HBO Max. HBO Max, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Disney series I, is supposed to be coming out in 2024. I don't know any Disney Plus series, but you know, yeah, you get could, the deal. Yeah, basically, what to really condense what Justin is saying is that if they don't reach an agreement for anything regarding a pay um, or a, a contract, or I, I forget specifically like how um, or how it's supposed to be worded, but as, assuming, I mean, Justin can correct me on this in a second, but like. Assuming they don't reach an agreement with the studios or whatever, this could go on for a long time. And we and us as us as the entertainment people who love to actually receive and watch Yellowstone and watch Peacemaker and watch all the tons of net stuff that Netflix and a Ted Lasso and a Apple TV anyone or Wait, Ted Lasso's ending. So really, uh, that is true. Fair point. Fair point. Write that. Reverse it. Yeah. Or or even um. Like oh, another I Amazon Prime Things. show. I said Wednesday. Yeah, like basically, basically any original content streaming show that you can think of that's, that's not scripted. 
that's, that's the key scripted. here. The key is scripted. Yeah, like a, a scripted show. These shows are going to be hold, held up for a while until the, um, excuse me, until they reach an agreement with the studios and they find a better way to make this work. It's 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 just plain and simple. Justin, am, am I am I right? Am, am I right on that, or am I wrong? Uh, you are right. Now, <clears throat> what I hold in my hand right now. Besides it being a phone, is a document that the WGA released of their proposals and what the AMPTP offered them. Okay. Okay. Minimums. It's proposing 6%, 5%, 5% for all minimums, including residual bases. Um, Producers are offering 4%, 3%, 2%, a one-time increase to most residual bases of 2% or 2.5%. That's their, that's for like residuals for like uh, when their stuff is like reruns and stuff. So basically, they get money if their show gets rerun. Yeah. Hmm. Um, features, streaming features. Streaming feature. Uh, WGA proposes that streaming features with a budget of twelve million or more receive full theatrical terms, including better initial compensation and residuals. Producers offer that made for high budget uh, streaming video on demand programming, 96 minutes or above with a budget of 40 million or more receive a 9% increase to initial compensation, but no improvement for residuals. Guaranteed second step. Um, WGA proposes a required second step if hired for a screenplay for less than 250% of the minimum, the base minimum that a, uh, a writer can be offered. Um, producers rejected the proposal and countered by offering meetings to educate creative executives and producers about screenwriting, screenwriters' free work concerns. Hmm. Can you translate that for us, please? Basically, they're saying, we hear your concerns and we're sorry you feel that way. So basically, your call was important to us. Basically, your call was important to us. Please stay on the line. Basically. And then, okay, folks, uh, here's a real world. Here is a real world lesson for you. When you get on the phone and you're calling customer service and they say, your call is important to us. Please stay on the line. Yeah, your call's not important to them. Okay. Especially for doctor's appointments. Here's the, here's the kicker. Ooh, a kicker's. Weekly pay. WGA proposes... A 50% pay upon commencement and remaining 50 to be paid out weekly over the writing period applies if writer is paid less than 250% of minimum. Writers above this threshold have the right to opt in to weekly pay. Producers rejected the proposal and refused to make a counter. Oh, oh my goodness. So the deal was that they would get more money for reruns, and what what was the other proposal? Um, uh, require a second step if they were hired for less than two hundred fifty percent of the minimum that they could possibly make. Okay. Now, so, okay, go on. Episodic TV. Hmm. Which is a a good ninety percent, a really good majority of television. 
Now, the WGA wants to preserve the writer's room. The pre-green light room would be a minimum staff of six writers, including four writer producers. Those are like the head writers. Mm. Post-green light room, one writer per episode up to six episodes, then one additional writer required for each two episodes after six up to a max of 12 writers. Example, eight episodes require seven writers, include four writer producers. 10 episodes require eight writers, includes five writer producers. Hmm. Producers reject our proposal, refuse to make a counter. So the episodic negotiation is, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I need this in layman's terms here. Um, They're trying to preserve the writer's room so that, and they're trying to prevent what is being called the mini writer's room from what I understand. Oh. Hmm. Oh, it's on Buzzfeed as well. I. Let me share this with you, Bill, so you can also see it, too. Yeah, this is, guys, this is super complicated. All right. I have it on here. Okay, I'm going to pull this up. It's all you, Allie. Go ahead. Okay, so Justin has talked about why they are striking. So, according to BuzzFeed, these talks between WGA and the AMPTP have been breaking down over the courses of weeks, and the discussions of strikes have been ongoing for six months. Yes. Now these- macro, Go on, Justin. These negotiations happen every three years, at like these renewals of these contracts. Mm-hmm. And they did mention that AI is also a factor. Yes. They, they want regulations of the materials produced using artificial intelligence. So we've said before, the late night shows and SNL, are being affected. The next, the next group would be all the soap operas. So all you bold and beautiful fans, General Hospital, Young and the Restless. Streamers have already constant bay out of interest. Pretty much movies are less likely to be affected in any immediate way, given how long the, the production cycle for feature-length projects is. And there are celebrities who are supporting, well, wait, I celebrities in favor of the strike. John Mulaney, Quinta Brunson, and Jimmy Fallon, along with Amanda Seyfried, Ike Barinholtz, Natasha Leone, and Rob Lowe are all supporting the protest for the writers. So is Seth Meyers too. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're gonna be hard pressed to find people who don't support um, the writers right now. Well, I know who um, supported the executive. All the other writers' guilds around the world are standing with, in solidarity with them. Um, so they can't, it's not like they can go to other countries to write their stuff either because they're not doing it either. So we are seeing a complete slowdown of the movie and television. Of Hollywood. Hollywood, period. Um. I, someone who's watching us live just texted me and said, uh, is WWE a part of this at all? No. WWE is not. Game shows are not affected. Reality shows are not affected. Like sports, like baseball and stuff like not that? Not affected. No. Okay, good. All right. No, because I don't think they need writers for that. No, I wasn't sure if they would or wouldn't. WWE hires non-unionized writers. I see. Okay, gotcha. There's a hint there as well. Mm-hmm. And shows with non-unionized writers are safe. So this is what... Yes, I'm not watching online. Huh? I'm recording. Blooper. <laughs> what was that, Bill? Blooper. <laughs> no, no, before that, you were going to say something? Yeah, but I'm sure WWE <sighs> is probably... 
Woo! So, like, sports, because they're not scripted, they're good. Yes. Okay. Oof. All right. I was looking as well online about shows that were affected during the 2007 strike. Ooh. Please tell us more. I'm going to look that up too while I'm at it too. I'll share the link with you guys on that. Too. I have the I have it up on Wikipedia right now. Okay. Um, right now. I have this one online too, so I'm going to share this with you. I'm on my phone on this one. Yeah. These were some of the most famous shows that were affected. Breaking Bad was affected. Mm-hmm. Wow. They've lost two episodes in their first season. Lost only aired eight episodes in their fourth season. Prison Break had a shortened third season. 30 Rock only got 10 episodes in their second season. Ugly ah. Betty, the show went on hiatus for three months. Ah. ER had a shortened season. Dirty Sexy Money, the, the show was put on halt until the fall. Chuck, the show stopped in January and resumed in the fall. Private Pacific was postponed their season. Big Bang Theory was affected, and their first season was put on hold. Yeah, they That's wild. They yeah. were on hiatus from November twelfth of two thousand seven to March seventeenth, two thousand eight. Yeah, we all know March seventeenth is in Bill's world. Yes, it is. Bill uh, Murphy gets drunk day on his birthday. Hey, mm-hmm. that's been from twenty. 20- 15 to present. Oh, let me tell you a couple others. Bones was affected. Their yes. third show was on high eight. They had to cut their third show short. Desperate Housewives had a shortened season. Family Guy. Yep. Well, only, although 22 episodes were planned, they had nine completed episodes. Friday Night Like. Pretty much the third season returned after eight months of the strike. Gossip Girl had a three-month break. Grey's Anatomy, only 16 of the 23 episodes of the fourth season were were aired. And Heroes, their second season was derailed. In House, pretty much only four episodes were aired because of the strike. The Office... Pretty much there was a five-month break between seasons four and five. And only, and the sitcom only missed 11 episodes. One Tree Hill, the, their fifth season, lost four episodes. Scrubs, only 11 episodes aired for season seven. They were supposed to end it, but they ended up making an eighth season. The Unit, uh, their third season was on hiatus. And Battlestar Galactica, only 11 out of 20 episodes were aired before the show was postponed. Twenty-four was also postponed. A lot of these older shows, what are now older shows, got a lot of episodes either pushed back or, or a lot of them were on hold. So around that time period too, which makes sense, like The Office, or you said Breaking Bad too, right? Yes, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. A lot of shows that we've grew up with, or a lot of shows that were really popular in the two thousands and twenty tens, had a huge effect. This has been the more you know with Allie. Yes, it is. Excuse me, I'm still striking here. <laughs> Long strike, though, but I'm still striking. Super review show unfair. <laughs> Bill Murphy's in there, standing in his room, plotting our doom. You don't know that. That was good. I'll give you credit there. Yeah, applause. You get applause for that. So, Justin. Yes. Let's go under the assumption that they're going to be able to fix this within a timely manner. Okay. Let's go. Let, let's go with the let's go with the assumption of two weeks. Like I don't know how long it takes. <laughs> Hypothetically. Optimistic. What's that? That's optimistic. I mean, let's just say, let's just say that they do it. Let's say within the. Let's give it a month. Let's let's give it a whole month instead of two. Yeah, weeks. Let's go a month. So let's say one month, they say, all right, we have reached an agreement. You're going to be paid this or that, blah, blah, blah. You know, and whatever, they reach an agreement. What happens to all of the shows? Like, 
let's start with scripted shows like for streaming. Do those do would those immediately come back? Would those immediately go back into production? Yes. Or okay, they it, it's pretty much like like when they were writing, they were like. And the time the deadline was coming up for negotiations, like yeah, they were writing right up to the strike of midnight. Like, like I've heard like stories of like the last writer strike. Like they had the writers in the room. Like they had someone like watching the clock i was like okay you guys have 14 minutes before we start striking get to work this it, was during the 2007-2008 strike yeah ironically that movie was justice league mortal <laughs> that's where i heard that story from um but yeah it's gonna pre it's gonna be pretty instantaneous when uh they come out and say, we have a deal. It's going to be. Pretty instantaneous that the writers get back to work. Because. The writers love what they do. It's just. They want to be able to live and want the secu- They want security. Like, they don't want AI to take their jobs. I mean, my question is, can it still happen with the strike? With AI, with some of these streaming services, with some of these shows using AI to produce... That that is a concern, yeah. Um, But do we think that AI is really at that point yet where it can create something original in my mind an ai is able to copy but not necessarily create Hmm. if you catch my drift right like algorithms and whatnot so um so optimistically if this lasts a month how much could this affect like tv or movies like let's go start with tv like it's mostly gonna be a, a delay in production which you might see them try to rush it out and try to make it fit with their schedule which I'll be honest, that that alone is a little scary. So maybe these shows would be wise to push back their dates a little bit to yeah, give them a little bit more wiggle room. You just asked my you just answered my question. I didn't even have to ask it. Like, would these studios extend the deadlines, or they'd be like, "Well, guess what? You got you guys went on strike. Well, if we don't have these episodes out." If we don't have this amount of episodes out by this date, we are screwed. Well, yeah, that's another thing. Like, they might need to have this done by a certain time because that's how much money they have in the budget for, like, overhead and stuff like that. And if the money runs dry, then they're going to have to cut corners elsewhere. Um, My... So, but can a lot of these TV shows switch to non-union writers? Because in 2007, 2008, that's like what a lot of the soap operas did. They switched to non-union writers. I suppose you could, but that can be... One, you're going to have to find writers who have no problem with writing for struck material. 
you know, they're crossing that that's essentially them crossing a picket line. Um they be the scabs. Yeah. Two, you're risking a project on really untapped potential. Um, so I don't know. That's, that's my answer is I don't know. So, but, but from circling back, if this is delayed a month, so there could still be delays in production. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like I said, there might be shows that go into production without a finished script now because of the strike, because they have to keep up with the schedule. And some projects can make that work. Others might not. It'd be like, say, I'm bringing up The Good Doctor because it's one of my favorite shows. It'd be like, uh, guys, what's next? So what, what's happening next in this show, which, in this episode with Sean and Leah? We didn't have enough time to write an, to write a next scene, so just, 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 just roll with it. Hmm. Could, could, is that what would pretty much happen, Justin? Or they might have the director like write a scene on the fly on that day to just film something. So, so with movies, though, like you said, that could just because you know, circling back to what we said about movies, they could just be, you know, because there was that time in two thousand seven, two thousand eight. When they were just, when they were, when they were thinking, uh, when they were, when they were making crap movies, because that was just like, you know what, let's just push something out. Let's just push some, you know what, we don't care if it's good or not, just, just, it could be the worst thing in the world, but let's just push it out. Mm -hmm. So it would give us some money. So we could be seeing that with movies and television. Am I right, Justin? It's possible, yeah. Um, so that's where we, so. That's where we stand. Worlds apart, hearts broken in two. But anyway, yeah, I had to throw in a journey reference there. Um, but Let's go around the table here. How how much time, how long do you think this is going to be? Let's start with the show that Shivery's not dead, ladies. First, Allie. You have to do that, okay? Hey, I'm, you can't you hurt you me. Do I don't care if I go last. You don't have to do Shivery. If I choose to speak my mind, I'll choose to speak my mind. Okay, we'll, uh, we'll go to our expert. I think this might be a, as hard as it for me to say. This might last a little longer than we're hoping it to be. I'm I'm gonna say it's gonna be fifty plus days. Fifty plus days. So you're saying about. So you're saying about a little over two months. I mean, a little over, not quite two months. Sorry, <laughs> math. Here's the thing, like, writers are so disrespected in the industry. As you told like, me, it's the most underappreciated job. By, like, executives and producers. Producers pretend to play nice, but in the background, they, they see them as disposable. Oh, anyone can be a writer. It's that kind of approach. In fact, the fact that they're entertaining the idea of AI... For writing is scary. 
to say the least. And I think that's going to be a big point of contention going forward. Because it's like, um, it's, so it's based, so do you think it, the, these talks are basically like writers, actually no, producers, writers. Yeah, I'm bringing in the hand puppets. Hey, uh, this is what we want. No. But if you don't, if you don't cater, if you don't give in to our demands, or at least try to negotiate, then you're going to be out for, then we could delay production. We could hold up. Basically, pretty much like that, Justin. Um, it's more like this. This is what we think we should get. Well, this is what we think you should get. And that we think you should be very happy about this. This is bullshit. That's life, buddy. And you know what? If I were the writers, I would throw it in their face and say, well, guess what? If you don't have us, if you don't agree to our demands or at least try to negotiate, then you guys could be losing money here because... They know that, and they're still holding out on this because they think that even with this happening, they're probably saving money. And they're probably also thinking, okay, listen, it's early May, we just wrapped up seasons if we get negotiated within the next month we'll be able to you know we'll be hopefully our fall lineup will be starting on time most likely if it ha- if it does start it might be delayed to october well you know or worst case scenario if we start if this thing if this thing only lasts a month then worst case scenario our our fall lineup might start in october instead of september that's not the worst thing. Something tells me that I do agree with Justin. This might be a long one. Like this could go on for the summer. Because, because think of it this way. If this lasts from May and let's say they finally reach a deal and say, but you guys think, Allie, do you think this is going to be shorter or longer than the? I think it's going to be just as long. Okay. Yeah. Just. Like me saying 50 plus, I was kind of being a little generous on the 50 end. Like I could easily see this being closer to 100. Because that's why I'm saying by summer, like towards August. Like let's say if they reach a deal, say in like August. And guess what, guys? Your uh, your full line is pretty much shot. Am I right or am I wrong? Well, really. Any writers trying to get into screenwriting? That's probably the time. Yeah, but wait, wait. You said anyone who wants to get into screenwriting now's the time. Yeah, because the studios only have the scripts they got now. They don't have anyone writing for them. No, but I do recommend if you are an aspiring writer for television or movie and you may kill me for this panel I would still say join a union oh absolutely join a union because you have representation you need someone to speak up for you and that and listen I am a very I agree with the I'm very pro union and I agree with the writers on this one like stop! I, I'd be like, stop treating us like shit. Yeah, the writers deserve residuals. The writers deserve to preserve their writers' room, and the writers deserve to have their jobs protected by not ha- 
by not allowing the studios to resort to AI to write scripts for them. So, but you know what? Again, I don't understand if you're a studio executive or you're a produce, producer. If I'm a studio executive or producer right now, like I'm sure most of them right now are probably just, nah, this won't, this won't last too long. I'd still be, oh my God, we better get this, we better get to the table and negotiate like ASAP. Something tells me is nothing's that simple. I mean, we better come up with an agreement like soon, or because in the same world, again, if this lasts like best case scenario, again, this lasts a month, okay, we our full lineup starts in October instead of September. Even yeah. June, I would feel big whoop. But if we don't get if this could last, the last writer's strike lasted a hundred days. So if we don't get something negotiated soon, we could be in big trouble. We could be in big ass trouble. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's gonna it's gonna be interesting. It's a movie on its own. Sequel. And and like do you think do you think the studio is gonna meet all their demands or do you think they're gonna go, okay, you know what? Let's meet in the middle. I'm not sure. There probably will be somewhere in the middle. Most likely there's gonna be compromises. Yeah, like, on both sides. There's listen, gonna be options. And listen, here's negotiating advice. Don't go into a, and expect don't go in and expect you're gonna get everything that you want. No. 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 Absolutely not. You are going to be making some concessions. No matter what side you're on. If you're the writers, you are going to have to make some concessions. Yeah. And if, if if they're giving you really bad terms, then say, yeah, screw you guys. But... If they're giving you terms that are decent, then okay, we we can do that. Well, like if you're asking for for forty for sixty percent, and they decide to give you say, oh, we'll give you thirty. I'd say screw you. If they say okay, uh, we'll give you forty five fifty. Okay, let's talk. I mean, I don't. I feel like they would try and meet in the middle, no? That's typically what negotiations do. Yeah. They find sort of a middle ground where both of them can work. Interesting. Okay. Well, let's just hope that this does end sooner rather than later. Because I don't think anyone wants to be spoiled to secession. No. <laughs> I don't think so either. To be what to secession? Spoiled. What do look, you mean? Look at the uh, look at the headline. Hmm. Right. So my advice to everyone here is just wait and see. Yeah. Hopefully this will get negotiated soon. And yeah, maybe we'll have a few production delays, but hopefully this will get negotiated soon. Mm-hmm. And we can just go back watching TV and watching movies as usual. And you know what? No matter what happens, we still have the movies that we love currently like those movies will always be there so no matter what happens and also Hollywood had a good run (laughs) 
also, you have us. You have the internet. Okay, that's why not. You do have, have the you internet. Two people. You, you, you can. Who knows? This might help us. No, I, <laughs> right. Really? No, I do hope the writers and the and I, I do hope the WGA and the producers do reach an agreement and they can move on and we can continue that. But hey, who knows? This can help us. But no, we 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 it's not gonna help us as much, but JT, they- I know as our fearless leader, you speak for it, but I think. If you disagree, we at the Super Review Show stand with the WGA. Yes or yeah. no? Agreed. A hundred and ten thousand percent. We and hear the, super- the writers are the secrets to any other reasons. What was that? Okay, what was that, Justin? That's why I stopped writing my screenplay. Not for any other reasons. Good. Allie, what was that? In a Squidward mood, but the writers are the secrets to a successful show. Yes, they Absolutely. are. That way. I mean, no writers, no show. No show, no income. And for those of you who don't know, this for those of you, some people like actually just think that, I feel like some people just think that actors just go on screen, like they just do whatever. No, they have a script that is the foundation of every single thing that you could shoot, whether it be a TV episode or a TV series or a movie or a sitcom, whatever. The, 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 the script literally tells the actor, which way their head is supposed to be turned and how they're expressing their face. It's a very specific process. And Justin knows that as well. So, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it, bottom line, it's a really big topic. It's a big deal. I feel like we had to touch on this, though. Yeah, that was and, important tonight. And trust me, it was very complicated. Yeah. Um, is there anything yeah. else we want to touch on before we, I guess, wrap up for the night? Are we, are we good with anything or? Do I dare tell? Do I dare do the Squidward speech of, for motivating people on strike? She's been waiting to do this all night. But go ahead. <laughs> I gotta find this. Okay. All right. To motivate people who are going on strike. Attention, people of Bikini Bottom, you have been cheated and lied to. The gentle laborer shall no longer suffer from the noxious greed of Mr. Crab. We will dismantle oppression board by board. We'll saw the foundation of big business in half, even if it takes an eternity. And with your support, we will send the hammer of people's will crashing through the window of Mr. Crab's house of servitude. Squidward is a communist. (laughs) Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what that meant. Like, seriously, totally. a lot of this can relate to what's going on. Yeah. To these big studios. It, it really is. It, it was a good relate. I, I thought you were gonna say Krusty Krab is unfair. Oh, oh no, I wanted the Squidward in there. But hey Squidward, I bet Mr. Krabs will work out any day. Hey Squidward. Hey Squidward. I had to put that in. I put still unfair, but still. Hey oh, Squidward. For those of you who get that like, reference, good for you. <laughs> so we support um, you, writers guild of America. We stand, we stand with the WGA. Yes, us at the Super Review Show, all of us, including the fearless host, all are in complete one hundred percent support of the WGA and what they're trying to accomplish. You heard it here first from me. Who started this channel on January 7th, 2015? You heard here first. So, anything else we should touch on? I think we're good. I think you guys did a great job, too. Because I, mean, I, I know I was silent there for a little bit, but you guys definitely carried the weight for a little bit there. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, our, our fearless doctor, Professor Justin PhD Favara. Are we all set? <laughs> uh yes and oh happy Madison bought an awesome old robot what say that one more anyone time? get that reference let me tell you about my robot friend he's a warm hearted fella who oh, loves- awesome, do you have any other movie pitches for us 
Uh, Adam Sandler is a carrot. (laughs) Absolutely. Now we're going to have to get a South Park. Well, if the writers are still on not on strike. Yeah. No. Uh, wait, aren't the Trey Parker and Matt Stone? Are, are they WGA members? Uh, I don't know. They might be. I was um, gonna say, I wonder what they're how they would react to this, but they probably won't release an episode on it because they can't. <laughs> I know. Probably can. You're right. Oh my god, that's funny. Um, but yeah, we we definitely covered a lot here tonight, guys. Yes, good that. job, everyone. Yeah, uh, give yourselves a pat on the back if you have the chance. Seriously, good job. Proud of all of you, all including myself, because I, I know I didn't really talk too much because the washing machine was on and we had to be quiet. So that says the point, though. Uh, we want to thank you all for watching, listening. However, you enjoyed us tonight. Thanks so much to everyone who tuned in tonight to discuss this really really big dilemma and Hollywood, like earth shattering crazy stuff that's going on with the WGA and the writers Guild of America. And if they do reach an agreement, we'll come back and talk about that. We'll talk about their agreement on another episode of mixed bag for sure. But we had to touch on this one tonight for sure. Um, you know, we were like, what should we talk about? I was like, no, we're doing this. Um, anyways, I want to thank the fine crew of people that I had to do this at this point, Justin and Allie, you two are like, just, a fantastic co-host. There's no other way of putting it. Uh, thank you so much, you Justin been, and Allie. You guys have been officially promoted. You, yeah. yeah, we do we do this for free, but you've been promoted. Don't worry. Um, okay, I'm going on strike. I want I want some payments. We are workers united. <laughs> workers united. We will dismantle the establishment. Bye. Uh, JT, it's time we send in the scabs. Go to bed. Good night. God bless. God bless. God bless. No, but what I want to thank the two of them, of course, Justin for helping out, helping us out for tonight, and uh, Ali, of course, as well, helping out as always. Bill, as always, you know, being him, we got who doesn't love Bill? Let's be real. Damn. Who doesn't love Bill? But uh, listen, I have to uh, stay in Massachusetts, but that's yeah, right. Uh, but what I want to thank you all for watching, listening, having enjoyed us tonight, and um. It, but just a reminder, everyone, I can't believe we forgot this at the beginning, but we the best podcast. The best podcast. Don't, don't forget to follow us. Child. We have to think of something else. No, we didn't do that last week, so we had to do it this week. So, but we let's the best still, Let's still. It's too old. Nope. DJ Callie is irrelevant. Nope. We are keeping that. We are keeping that. Yeah, everyone's into Khalid now. We'll talk about it. DJ Khalid? What? Anyways. Um, <laughs> We'll talk about that off camera. Anyway, but I want to thank the, the panel, of course, joining me as always. Um, and uh, listen, if you haven't already, follow us on our social media plat- platforms as well. You Facebook, sure? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I have all the accounts, so I access them and I post stuff on there, whatever. Get the point. But yeah, thanks so much for watching, listening. And Bill has something to say, as always. Don't forget to check out the Sports Insanity podcast on the Sports Insanity Network. Yes. They do great work over there, and Allie does a great job with them, too. I forgot to mention that. She does a great job with the Sports and Sanity Network as well. I, I watched one of their – I forget what show it was. I think it was like you guys were watching the Rangers or whatever, or the Devils. Yeah, that was, yeah that was me and my dear friend, Danny Boy Reginald, and <laughs> yeah. Lawrence Patchman Lang. And I was watching Allie on another show. I forget what, forget what show it was. But, um, oh, that was the draft. That was the draft. That was the NFL draft. That's right. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we want to thank them, of course. Anyways, we got to wrap this up. Thanks so much for watching. Listening. We'll see you guys next week. So stay safe. Take care. Take care. And be awesome. And be awesome.